Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And welcome to Going Pear-Shaped, a podcast about just kind of whatever the fuck. Hey, Matt. Yo. Uh, what do you got in your mind this week? I'm hungry as fuck, and I want to talk about food, because I'm hungry as fuck, and I had some delicious Chinese food earlier today. Nice. I, uh, I had some chicken strips a little bit ago. Were they good tri- chicken strips or the bad chicken strips? Uh, they were good. They were uh, Raising Cane's, which is a place that just does chicken strips. Really? I've Is it like a chain restaurant? I've actually never heard of yeah, them. Yeah, apparently they've been around in other parts of the country for a while now, but this one in my town only showed up, like, last fall. But yeah, like, they pretty much just do it's chicken strips, fries, coleslaw, garlic bread, lemonade, and that's their entire menu. Really? Yeah, and they have one kind of sauce, and it's, a like, a special, their own kind of sauce. That's pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. So they literally do that. So no, like, buffalo chicken strips or anything like that. Nope. It's just just regular chicken strips in their sauce. And just are there like fries or like anything? Yeah, there's fries. Okay, I, I, I think I said fries. You probably did, and I probably just yeah. didn't hear you. But yeah, they just have an extremely limited menu. And I mean, there's something to be said for doing one thing and doing it well. But like, yeah, like that's that's their whole menu is they have like four combos. Three of them are chicken strips, and one is a chicken strip sandwich. <laughs> chicken strips between bread. I guess it's technically another meal item. To hell with it. Yeah. That's super, so, that's super bizarre, though. Wow. Yeah. And they're like a franchise? Yeah, apparently. Weird. That's super... Well, I don't know why that's so bizarre to me, but that's like super bizarre that you could make a franchise out of literally one thing. I, I mean, I guess you said oh, that. No, yeah, good, like right? like when when they were building it and I saw the signs like, coming soon, this thing. And I was like, well, what what's that? And so I looked up, you know, their name online and it just... And looked up their menu and it's like, oh, it's just chicken strips. Chicken strips. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it actually is really bizarre. I I think that just struck you because, like, yeah, what the fuck? I mean, I guess, yeah, that's really weird. I don't know. I mean, again, like I said, there is something to be said for just doing one thing well. Uh, But how about you? Where did you go? Um, I went to, uh, earlier today, I went to a local place called uh, Yen's Cuisine, which is a, um, it's like a kind of, it's like a smaller Chinese place uh, in the Providence area. Um, and so I recently moved to Providence and two things about Providence. One, food here is a little expensive, which is unfortunate. That's the downside. And number two, um, food here is really, really good. And you have a lot of options and you have a lot of different types of cuisine um, very, very centralized and very, very, like, densely compacted. So I can literally walk within, like, 60 seconds. I have, like, a Chinese place. I have a Japanese place. I have a Korean place. You know, all the weeb standards. Um, I have a fucking delicious goddamn calzone place. Um, if you were ever in Providence, Rhode Island, um, go to Mike's Calzones. That place is absolutely fucking incredible. Um, yeah, all just right. a ton of different food locations around here. And it's actually, that's one of the things I actually got to thinking about is, like, what kind of, like, what types of food and, like, what kinds of food do you tend to like most, Mike? Because I'm kind of, i um, kind of interested. I never think, I don't think I've ever actually asked you this. I'm, I'm a pretty basic guy. I like burgers. I like pizza. You know, just, yep. just the, 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 the essential, like, fat American foods. <laughs> Flying um, the red, white, and blue, crying bald eagle as you down a fucking disgustingly huge burger. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's kind of, uh, what kind of sucks for me is, so I don't, I've definitely mentioned this on other podcasts we've done, but I, I haven't mentioned it here. I work nights. Uh, so when I'm coming home from work, it's like seven in the morning and I don't really have a whole lot of options for food, uh, because not a whole lot of places are open at 7am. And even the ones that are tend not to be serving like 
dinner type food, and I'm not a fan of breakfast menus, mostly just because I don't like eggs. Hmm. Yeah, I do remember you saying that you don't like eggs. I'm going to assume yeah. there was a bad egg-related experience in your childhood, which is, seems to be the normal reason that most people don't like eggs. Uh, not like... that I can think of. I think I just don't like eggs. Huh. Yeah. I'm kind of a picky eater, to be honest. I'm an extremely picky eater as well. I don't like veggies, which is not the greatest. Let's be completely yeah. fucking real. Yeah. That's that's not it's not particularly healthy, and I fully expect to die of a heart attack before the age of 55. Oh, same. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, yeah. you said burgers. There's actually a place near me called Growler's. Uh, I think it's Growler's Wing Bar, Growler's Bar. Um, and they were running this promo for, like, these $9 burgers, which is a little expensive for a burger. Um, but they come with, like, a full side of, like, onion rings or fries or, like, mac and cheese or whatever the hell they want. And these fucking burgers have so much goddamn meat on them. Like, let me fucking... They had... So, they were, they were like... It was, like, a basic cheddar burger, right? Where you had the cheddar, you had the patty... You had the bun. You also had, like, barbecued pork. You had, like, pastrami. You had onion rings and, like, barbecue sauce. And, oh, my God, it was so good. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it's really good. The burgers I've are... definitely seen things like that around here. Like, you know that kind of cutesy thing people will do where they, like, take a burger and then they'll put, like, bacon and chili and a hot dog on it and call it the cardiac or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Um... I've actually got a place like that. It's uh, I can get a really good like giant fucking burger from a place here, um, that's actually mostly like a smokehouse, like barbecue, like a pulled pork place. Okay, so I, I guess cards on the table. Like uh, you mentioned, where you're from, I'm from St. Louis, and this is the this is probably the most Missouri thing. Is the place uh, that I go to uh, to get the big old burger is called Sharpshooters. And I guess we're just doing advertising for local restaurants. So I guess yeah. if you happen to live in the same town as one of us, hey, here's some free. Uh, free recommendations. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about sharpshooters, it is a barbecue slash uh, gun range. <laughs> it took me like five seconds to register what the hell you just said. Yeah, yeah. It's just th there's there's two halves of the building and one is a smokehouse and the other half is a firing range. And sure. yeah, that's, that's... That might actually, yeah, I think that's like the most American restaurant ever made or it's competing for it anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's Missouri right there. <laughs> Again, crying bald eagle, flag in the background, <laughs> etc. And I'm proud to be an American. American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my boy right there. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, so uh, so what else? What are what are you thinking? Oh my god. Um, so I, I guess because I'll I'll. I'll elaborate on my really good local restaurant that I like a bunch. Uh, I already mentioned it, Mike's Calzones. Um, went in there, like, at, that restaurant is literally perfect in just about every single way. There are only two problems with the restaurant. One, it's Rhode Island, so floor space is really limited because it's a tiny baby state with tiny baby buildings. Um, and two is that occasionally it can take a little while to get the food because they prepare that food properly, and sometimes that takes time. But, oh no no that's that's worth it like uh, yeah, that no, big the burger from uh from the barbecue place I mentioned that takes like fifteen minutes yeah and like the reason so. they and like the reason the food takes a while is like they prepare that shit properly and it's fucking delicious but the staff is like super attentive and friendly um the place is the restaurant itself is super duper clean um the food is absolutely fucking delicious they give pretty generous portions. Um, they're not like super. Are you generous. just writing your your Yelp review as we do this podcast? Uh, I already wrote my Yelp review. Actually, pro tip: five stars. 
really, really good. Also, <laughs> fuck you. Fucking dickhead. Maybe you'd like it more if there was a fucking gun range in the back. Hell, I'd like it more if there was a gun range in the back. <laughs> That's the thing. A gun range, you could kind of make sense of putting a firing range in a barbecue. I don't know about a Calzone place. Especially not in a densely packed urban area. That just seems like it's begging for trouble. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that, that place is super-duper good. Um, trying to think of, like, other really good local restaurants. There are a bunch around here. Um, there's a kebab and, uh, there's, like, a kebab and grill, like, Indian place that's literally, like, 10 seconds from where I live. Um, that's super-duper good. The salmon curry there is absolutely delicious. Oh, man, it's been forever since I've had good curry. So, uh, there used to be a really, really good, like, Indian place, uh, near here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was called, it it was just called Taste of India. It was, like, a small local thing, not a very creative name. Um, and then eventually they just closed down, and then the building got replaced with, like, a Mexican restaurant, which is fine. Nothing against Mexican food, except there's, like, ten of those around here, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that always sucks when, like, really good local kind of, like, businesses that you really like uh, go under. Like, we used to have a bagel place back when I was living in Georgia, um what well, fuck what was it called this it was i was really young when it was still around it was called like the manhattan bagel i think um and god their fucking lock spread cream cheese and those bagels were so fucking good and oh, man. and they were around it's, for it's hard food. to get a good bagel outside of the city it is it really is and like fucking these bagels were perfect and the the restaurant was actually around for a few years um i don't know why it closed i vaguely recall it not being closed due because like the business was failing i think they just i I think they just wanted out of the business basically um so i i think so i guess it's good that they presumably ended it on their own terms but at the same time i wanted my goddamn bagel goddamn it oh yeah yeah that was maniacs you blew it all up yeah exactly but yeah it always sucks when like local restaurants like that close down and then it's a total crapshoot for what you get after like because a lot of times another restaurant just moves in, um, which actually happened again back when I was living in Georgia. That actually happened with a really good Lebanese place. Um, so there was a pretty good Lebanese place um, around, around where I was living in Georgia. This would have been Peachtree City, I think. It would have been either like just in Peachtree City or just in Fayetteville, like around that area. Um, There's a really good Lebanese place that was kind of like a it was kind of like a fast. It was like a more fast food place. Um, and that actually closed down and in its spot, another Lebanese place opened up that was actually like debatably even better. Um, and if you're, if you're in the Peachtree city slash Fayetteville area in Georgia, here's another pitch. Is this fucking episode just going to be like one giant commercial? Yeah, but it's a commercial for like 70 different things. (laughs) Okay. uh, uh, So one of them is going to sponsor this podcast, right? Because we need some goddamn money. Oh, that's, that's, that's what we're going for. We're trying to shill. We're trying to sell ad space. Yep. Hey, everybody. I'm Emily. And I'm Josh. And each week on the VGM Jukebox podcast, we play video game music recommendations from our listeners, and we also share their testimonials. Sometimes they talk about their childhood memories of the game. Sometimes they talk about the music and why it moves them. Wait, then what are we there for? Good question. Well, besides manning the jukebox, we also like to talk about our own memories and experiences with gaming, but we don't always stay on topic. Oh yeah, I remember. 
Didn't we once talk about death for like three episodes? Just about. But our conversations aren't usually so dark. We talk about nostalgia, technology, artificial intelligence. Kind of like the stuff you used to talk about in college. That sounds awful. And it might be, if it weren't for our patrons and their great music selections. That's right. So join us at the VGMJukebox.com or look for us on iTunes to take a listen. And hopefully someday soon, we'll be playing one of your recommendations. So one of them, these businesses is going to sponsor this podcast, right? Because we need some goddamn money. Yeah, If I'm going to sit here and chill all for how many minutes is this thing probably going to go? Like 30 minutes, 40 minutes? I don't know. What the hell is the average length of this podcast anyway? Something like 40 minutes. Okay, so for like 40 minutes. But yeah, anyway, Taste of Beirut, super, super good restaurant, super tasty. Um, I can't remember the name of the old restaurant that closed there, but the new one's really good, and their food is super good, and the staff is super nice, and it's very clean, and it's good in basically every way that a restaurant can be. Although it is more like sit down, it's a little more formal than the old restaurant, Um, but that's not actually a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, we got a we got a place kind of like that here that's uh well kind of like the the old one you were talking about. Like I got a year old place here that's very much like they don't have a drive-through, but they're basically two steps removed from fast food, which is fine. Like it's still really good and it's nice to just walk in and get something to go. Yeah. Man, um, man, I fucking love euros. Oh, dude, euros are the best. Euros are the uh, best. You ever have a you ever have a donor kebab? Uh, no. Not to my knowledge anyway. It's pretty good. It's it's like a euro sandwich basically. So, so what is it like? I know you said like a gyro sandwich, but like what's on it? Uh, the stuff that goes on a gyro, except it's in in bread. It's called it's called a donor kebab. Mm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. You're probably not, but I think it's like our God-given right as Americans to mispronounce other foreign words. Yeah, and, that's that's something we've earned. And also manifest uh, destiny. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I'm so the only places... person laughing at that. Say what? I said I'm the only person laughing at that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so speaking of places closing down, uh, there's something I remember when I first moved out to this area. Um, I mean, I've, I've always lived in it around St. Louis, but like this particular like neighborhood is when I first moved out here, there was uh, a Ponderosa had recently closed down. And there was just a sign that said, you know, thank you for your business since 1964 or something like that. And I just, and the thing is, I would drive past it every day and it would just be this just this constant reminder of like, the fucking mortality and, and, and like, the, the folly of man, basically. Just every... It, it, I, I don't know why I kept, like, taking it that way, but it's just, like, just about every day it's like, oh, hey, here's this fucking Ponderosa that closed down after, like, 50 years or fucking something. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is safe. Yeah. I don't, does Ponderosa still exist? I don't know. Like, I've, I've only ever seen them, like, I've only seen, like, closed down former Ponderosas in the last decade, so I don't know if that's still, like, a thing. I'm gonna check, you can keep going, I'm gonna check Wikipedia right now. Yes, but in a very limited form. In October uh, 2009, the company emerged from bankruptcy under the name Homestyle Dining, LLC. In 2012, Homestyle Dining, LLC launched redesigned Ponderosa, Ponderosa and Bonanza websites. As of October 2016, 12 Bonanza locations remain in operation in the United States. 12? 12. Wow. Man, when I was growing up, those things were fucking everywhere. I don't... Yeah, that's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Like, so I, I, I grew up in a big family. Like, I was the oldest of seven kids. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when you're a big family like that, all-you-can-eat buffets are a fucking godsend. Yes. 
because no one can agree on what they want to eat for dinner, and, like, you need to feed a lot of people for cheap. Like, that's the way to go. Yeah. Like, we, we probably went to, like, a Golden Corral, like, I think, like, 5,000 times during my childhood. Yeah, I'm trying to think. With uh, with us, it was Piccadilly's. I'm not okay. sure if Piccadilly's is actually was actually all you can eat, but it was definitely a you can pick what you want to eat, which, if you're, again, if you're dining with a large party, is very, very convenient, because, yeah... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's also the uh, the the cost also is important. Yeah. Because again, like we we weren't exactly rolling in dough when I was growing up, and again, a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah, same. This got dark. Yeah, this is going to a bad place. Let's not talk we, about our we, miserable, we, shitty childhoods. <laughs> we we went from like just just shameless like shilling for places we like to eat. Into like man, we sh- like we sure were mo- poor. modern America. Am I right? Uh, yeah, it's like boy, we sure were poor as shit growing up, weren't we? Yeah, fucking ramen for dinner, fucking seven. Oh seven god, nights so a week. So there are things that basic like growing up without a whole lot of money, like food staples, that I've eaten so many times in my life that I cannot eat them anymore. Just straight up. Canned tuna fish and ramen. Yeah. 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 Can't, I can't do canned tuna fish. I can't do instant ramen. I can't do uh, macaroni and cheese from the box. Can't do it. Yeah. Never again. Fucking. No more. I actually, I actually have weird nostalgia for that shit. I don't know why because my childhood was basically a flaming, burning, goddamn dumpster fire. But I have a lot of nostalgia for fucking packaged ramen for some yeah. reason. Yeah. I don't know. And for me, it's it, it kind of became kind of an extensive list. I also. Um, I can't do boiled hot dogs anymore. Oh, God, yeah, fuck. Yeah, just no. No, no yeah, no. no, I'm there with you. God. And, uh, frozen fish sticks. Never again. Never, never fucking again. Um, I can actually, I, I can't do frozen, frozen fish sticks, not because of unpleasant associated memories, but more due to the fact that they just taste like fucking garbage. Well, they the do, time. but it's just like when you're a kid and like that's what's in front of you, you eat you it. You eat it, yeah. You try and drown those things in ketchup so they taste like fucking something. And they never do, ever. No. God, those things—they don't taste, even taste like ketchup. Weirdly. They don't. They taste. They taste like fucking wood filler. It's actually incredible how bad they are. I mean, at least ramen is garbage, and at least like fucking packaged tuna fish mis- mixed with mayo or like ramen taste like something. Those fucking fish sticks are just garbage. They're terrible. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. God, don't. It, t- it tastes like fucking sawdust. They do. It's surreal. It's not fish. I don't know what it is, but I refuse to believe it's fish because I've had fish before, and I've had a lot of fish before, and it tastes like fish. And on don't... some level, there has to be fish in there, otherwise the FDA would say something. Yeah. Like. But. Like logically, intellectually, I understand. No, it has to be composed mostly of fish, but it ain't fish. You can't tell me no. that's fish. I don't need no expert telling me what I am and I'm not putting in my mouth. Oh, Lord. What yeah. the hell were we talking about? I don't know. We, we just sort of picked a broad topic and, like, didn't really know where to go with it. Yeah, so we were like, hey, you want to talk about how shitty your childhood was? And it's like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord. Right, we were talking about really good local restaurants. Um... Another really good local restaurant. What do you think of Vietnamese? I'm gonna be honest. This is this is me being kind of a dumb American. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because there there just aren't a lot of like really good like places to get Asian food around here. Yeah. 
but I'm one of those person that's just like like you put anything from like Southeast Asia in front of me and I'm just gonna be like is this Chinese? <laughs> um, and like I don't know if that's racist or just uncultured as far as food goes. I I think that's just uncultured. I, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you benefit of the doubt because you are a person who is kind of sensitive about stuff like that and a little more aware. I'm gonna give you benefit of the doubt and just say uncultured. Okay, yeah, because like. It, and part of it also is, like, I tend not to eat super healthy. Like, you mentioned not really liking veggies. I don't really like veggies either. I'm the kind of person where, like, even if you go to, like, the Chinese buffet, I'm just going to make a beeline for the, like, like the nuggets of fried chicken that you can put some sweet and sour sauce on. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I'm going to eat. Yeah, my boy. I've had Chinese earlier, and um, there was fucking, like, uh, the boneless spare rib. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, God. Boneless spare ribs are so boneless good. Boneless spare ribs are so good. It had been oh, so my, no, no, you, no, 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 no. You know what the best thing on a Chinese takeout menu is? What up? What up? The fucking chicken on a stick. Oh, yeah. The teriyaki chicken. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, fuck, fuck all this other bullshit. Just give me meat on a stick and I can put it in my yeah. mouth with some fucking fried rice. That shit's the best. Fuck. Yeah, I love that. Except I prefer the beef over the chicken, typically. Really? Yeah, hmm. I prefer teriyaki beef to teriyaki chicken, but I, I'm I'm not complaining either way. Yeah, for me the, the sort of holy I guess quad facta is the chicken on a stick, the the, 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 the the boneless ribs you mentioned, uh fucking steamed dumplings and then uh uh beef fried rice. You see I managed to be even more gross because I prefer the fried dumplings. Mm. I prefer my dumplings fried, just absolutely no nutritional value whatsoever. I don't know if there's really that much difference nutritionally between the fried ones and the steamed ones. I just like the taste of them. I have to think that the steamed ones are marginally more healthy for you. I, mm, I don't know. I, I, I have I to. I mean, that, that logically that sounds right, but I, I, I think it seems to me that like a lot of the things you would logically assume health-wise about food is almost universally wrong, you know? Juice is actually good for you. Is it? No. Okay, I was going to say. It's basically like, I... soda. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about crab rangoon. Oh yeah, crab rangoon's fucking delicious. Love that Eat shit. Eat fucking fried cream cheese. Why? Why the hell not? No, it's... ostensibly there's crab in here, but whatever. Yeah, but that's bullshit. It's just like flavored cream cheese, but it's fucking delicious, so nobody cares or complains. Yeah. Oh my lord. But yeah, Chinese takeout. That shit's my life, man. I love that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. Uh. Here's here's the thing. Um. Favorite pizza place. Favorite. Pizza place. Ooh. That's tricky. I don't... I'll go ahead and divide this into two categories. Local and major chain. Um, Local? I don't know if it's a chain. Um, There's a really good place um, right nearby called Antonio's. I think that's what they're called. I think that's Mm -hmm. the name. I can't remember. Um, I've been there a few times. Their food's really good. Um, but again, I, I moved here fairly recently. Um, they're pretty good. Major chain, I'm going to go with Partners. I like, oh, I've never heard of Partners. Um, they're definitely a chain restaurant. I'm not sure how big they are. Partners 2 Pizza. Um, mm. Very, very good. Very, very good. Um, they have a really, really good like Buffalo pizza. Their pizza in general is pretty good. Either Partners or Johnny's. One of the two. I've never heard of Johnny's either. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they're like more local, but they are chain restaurants, so I'm gonna count them. Yeah, I guess that's the thing is this, there's kind of distinctions, like, cause there's there's also like regional chains. Yeah, yeah, cause like for me as far as like local local, there's a place here called Louis nearby that's really good. 
Uh, major chain, I'm going to go with uh, Papa John's. Oof. I mean, yes, the CEO is a douche nozzle, but I like their pizza. No, man. Uh, even discounting the douche nozzle CEO, like, fucking Papa John's dumpster pizza. I like it, though. I oh, mean, it's, it's... Oh, ew, no. Why? I do. I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not being cute. Like that pizza's bad. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess. I guess I like bad pizza because my my regional favorite is actually there's a. It's it's a it's called Emos, and they're basically credited with inventing the St. Louis style pizza, which is just that super thin like cracker pizza, with like the Provel cheese. Oh word. Yeah. The thing with Provel is, um, it was it's like a blend of like provolone and I think some other stuff. I forget exactly what, but it was a cheese specifically designed to have a low melting point. <laughs> like that's the idea is it stays like kind of sticky and runny even after it gets cooled down a little, and you don't have to get it too hot for it to melt. Like that's the that's the whole design of the cheese. That's actually really interesting. All jokes aside. Yeah, now yeah. I'm trying to think of like what other. The... I've been to a number. The problem is, for just due to weird circumstance, I've been to a number of like really good pizza places, but typically only as like one-offs, and I never remember the names typically, which is kind of a problem actually. We didn't have many good pizza places down when I lived in Georgia, which is where I spent most of my time. So rest in peace, I guess. Um, but yeah, now you got me thinking about Italian food. What's your like your favorite? What do you, where do you go for Italian? Oh, I just make my own for Italian most of the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you I mean, it's 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 easy. You just you boil some pasta and you, you put the sauce in and you brown some ground beef. Get the beef spicy meatballs with the Habano Luigi's and the yeah. pepperoni. I mean, if I go if I go out for Italian, I probably just go to fucking Olive Garden because again, I'm not very cultured. Um, but yeah, just yeah, just fucking pasta is like one of the easiest foods to like just cook for yourself at home. So I mean and. It's super cheap, so it I mean, why not? Cheap. Yeah. yeah, like that's the thing. It's like when I'm trying to eat on a budget, like that's that's one of the first things I go for is just hey, fuck it, I'll make spaghetti. Yeah, you get like a you can get like a pound of it for like a dollar, maybe a little more than a dollar, and then like if you're trying to be as like lazy as humanly possible, you can get a jar of sauce for like maybe two or three bucks. Yeah. So for less than five dollars, you've got like a pound of food. And then you can get like the fucking meat. You can get like a bag of meatballs on buy one get one at like Publix because the, their their meatballs are perpetually buy one get one for whatever reason. Oh, I just get like a like a half a pound of ground beef and just brown it myself and then put it in the sauce. Oh, do you? That, that problem. Yeah, that... yeah. I like I like I like meat sauce over meatballs. I don't know if that's a is that, is that another debate to have meat sauce v meatballs? Um, Dawn no, of justice? I don't think so because I think you can apply meat sauce, you can apply meatballs, and then you can have them both. I think this is a case where you can have your cake and eat it too, or have your meat sauce and also mixing meatballs with it. I guess I don't, I don't fucking know. That's man, is it? That's I don't know, man. I think that's kind of playing God is to just to double up on the. Meat. Okay, no, you need to stop this Superman v Batman fucking bullshit. That movie was terrible, and we're not bringing it. Up, we're not bringing it up in this podcast. Like, if you want to bring up Suicide <laughs> Squad, that's fine. But, but that wasn't what I was going with with the playing God thing. But yeah, sure. No, I've genuinely thought because that sounds like something Jack Snyder would write. Yeah, yeah, yeah it probably is. Z- Zack Snyder would probably look at like culinary experimentation and be like you're playing god and then i don't know fucking kick a brown person into a pit <laughs> i sure Man, you know rem- what? remember when 300 was the hot new shit and Zack snyder was a visionary director i 
then remember Sucker Punch happened? Yeah, Sucker Punch did happen. And then people immediately realized their mistake. I saw Sucker Punch in theaters. Good work. It's bad. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> oh. oh my god. It's not even good as an action movie. It's just bad. Fuck, who played that fucking... Who played that terrible fucking Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman? Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah, fucking... God, that movie... Why was Jesse Eisenberg cast as Lex Luthor? I don't know. That... Fucking Warner Brothers. I mean, there have been some really questionable casting choices in a lot of Warner Brothers movies, but that is the one that stands out immediately as just being... Well, I mean, the logic is sound. It's like, who do we want to get to play Lex Luthor, the iconic villain of the most iconic superhero in, in history? I know, the guy who played Mark Zuckerberg. I mean... <laughs> like, I understand how they... I, guess... I mean, no, no, I, I, I get it. I get the A to B. Mark Zuckerberg is a supervillain. Yeah, but... Mark Zuckerberg's a supervillain, and he's controls like a big fucking shitty company that makes all the money in the universe and that makes me angry so it makes sense that I, I completely on face it makes sense that he could play he could play fucking Lex Luthor but no just and it wasn't just like a miscast there was also like this why are we talking about fucking Batman v Superman well we haven't actually had like a tangent on this show since like the first episode and I was wanting to, to... Move away from but Batman v Superman. Like fucking come on. At least we could have talked about like <laughs> we could have talked about like Sonic because Sonic Mania is happening. Sonic Mania is happening. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about fuck it. Anything that gets us off of Batman v Superman. God damn it. Oh man, so I'm I'm real excited for Sonic Mania. I am too. Like holy shit, dude. That looks fun. It looks really good. Like, have you seen some of the little animation touches? Um, I, that? I, yeah, I've like, seen them because you keep posting them on Twitter, and you're like, "Oh my god, you guys, it's Sonic Mania! It's what's going to be so yeah. great." I mean, yeah, it's it's real fucking good. Oh. I don't know what else to say beyond that. Just like, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I know what to say. It's called "Don't Get Excited for a Sonic Game," no matter how good it looks, because it's a Sonic game, and you know how this works. Even though, well, even though logically, this one will probably wind up making the cut. It probably yeah, I mean, will. I mean, it's being made by the people who did the the legitimately good like iOS ports of a uh, of Sonic One, Two, and CD. Like, yeah, no, it's it's being handled by not the normal Sega crew, which in most games would be like bad. See also like Metal Gear Survive, but in this case is probably a good thing because see also Sonic Team's track record. Their bad track yeah. record that isn't very good. You know, Luke's head would explode if he if he like heard that insinuation you made just now that basically equates Yuji Naka and, like, uh, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> hey, we scientifically determined that Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is the seventh greatest video game ever made. Yes, we did. Via science. I yeah. like how the only reason that game didn't make it higher is that Fiona was terrified that Luke would actually, like, jump off a bridge if that motherfucker... Yeah. Oh, man, I wanted so badly to see it. Like, to place it just above MGS2 would have been so delicious. It would have I been. I wouldn't need it to go any higher ever again. Like, like that would have just been perfect. Like, my... Not my endless cycle of revengeance would have been complete. Would have been complete, and your yes. soul would just leave your body because your worldly mission has been accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. God. Oh, so speaking of, speaking of food, you know what, weirdly enough, I've had a weird, like, desire to do lately? What up? 
play fucking Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Man, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine was the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it was basically just a ripoff of another puzzle game whose name I can't remember. Oh, it was totally a reskin of Puyo Puyo. Yeah, that's it. I was gonna say, I was gonna say Puyo yeah. Pop, but I didn't think that was correct. Yeah, Mean Bean Machine was great. Love that shit. Yeah. It, remi- Fuck. it reminds me of fucking Pokemon, fucking Pokemon Puzzle League, which was basically just a knockoff of Tetris Attack. But mm. Tetris Attack didn't have Pokemon in wasn't, it. Wasn't there a game on Nintendo that was literally just Mean Bean Machine slash Poyo Poyo? Was it like Kirby's Avalanche? There had to have been. Right? Like, there has to have been. I could have sworn. Like, like there was a thing. We, we talked about uh, uh, Games Done Quick before, and I know there was a bidding war between, I think it was Kirby's Avalanche and Mean Bean Machine. And the reason there was a bidding war between those two games is because they were basically the same game, but one of them, like, Kirby won, but, like, it, it basically was a choice between are we going to use this puzzle game slot to end the SNES block or begin the Genesis block? So. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. But fuck, man! Like Mean Bean Machine is so good. Like, it's a it's a puzzle game where you like you're you're never just playing, like on your own. You're 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 fighting an AI opponent didn't, essentially. Didn't that games use like the animated uh, cartoon series incarnation of Doctor Robotnik? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was, uh, I remember. It, basically, that. yeah, the fucking Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog one. Not not even like the. Not even, like, the good Sonic Morning cartoon. The other one, the more Looney Tunes-ish one. Um, well, I don't know. Like, it had its own weird charm, but... Yeah, um, it was better than Sonic Underground, at least. Jesus. Fuck Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground, so me and a friend... Who, who decided that a, that a Sonic cartoon needed to have a musical number in every episode? The, the thing about Sonic... Okay, so there... I was going to say the thing. There are several things about Sonic Underground, and really we could spend an entire fucking episode and a half on that thing. The thing about Sonic Underground, just in a nutshell, is it's one of those things where people post, like, the animated picture of, like, Sonic crying after the tiny Sonic baby android, like, hits the ground and explodes, and all this other bullshit, and you're thinking, this show cannot possibly be this fucking stupid. It can't possibly look this bad. They have to be taking this shit out of context. And then you watch it, and you're like, nope. No, that show no. is absolutely like that. By the way, folks, if you don't believe us, Sonic Underground is on Netflix. It is. And if I... you are morbidly curious, and you want to see what is easily the worst... Like, here's the thing. Sonic has had, like, I think something like five or six cartoons there were the three made by Deke there was Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog there was just Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic Underground Sonic X that was technically an anime but whatever we're calling it a cartoon uh, fuck it yeah there was uh, Sonic the Movie which was also an anime but whatever it was basically also a cartoon and then there's Sonic Boom which is actually surprisingly really good which is the good one yeah like, Color it, like surprised no, no caveats like that is a legitimately good cartoon it's nothing amazing but it's good but of all of them, of all the weird bullshit that Sonic has been animated into over the years, Sonic Underground is easily the worst. And that's, like, the thing, is a lot of those aren't very good, but Sonic Underground is, like, the clear, clearly the worst of them. It is It is the clear bottom of the barrel by a wide margin. I would say maybe second worst is probably Sonic X, I want to say. I don't know. It might, it might be Adventures. It's It's kind of hard to tell. I guess it's kind of your propensity for, like... Basically, it's how much 
how much does the fact that Sonic gets a human sidekick that's basically the main character of the show, like, how much does that notion put you off? You know, mm. like, ba- basically, how much are you put off by the idea that this is the Chris show featuring Sonic? Um, I guess... But, like... Yeah, I won't lie. I never actually saw Sonic X, so I can't actually answer that question. I haven't watched a lot of it, but it's it's rough. It's it's it's, it's better it's than rough. Sonic Underground, though. Oh, definitely. I mean, it has to be. Fucking. I mean, getting punched does, in the dick is better than. Sonic why Underground. Why does Sonic Underground take place in a dystopic cyberpunk future? Well, what's weird is it's he was cribbing a lot from from the good Sonic. Like they used the Robotnik design from that. And, like, it's the idea that, like, oh, Robotnik's already taken over the world, and you have to kind of, like, freedom fight your way out. But also, like, it it's... I don't know. Like, he hasn't turned everyone into robots yet. Like, the wealthy elites are still kind of just hanging around, but also they're just subservient to this, like, god-emperor Robotnik. I don't even... It's fucking weird. It's incredibly ill-conceived show. Also, they fight Robotnik yeah. with the power of music. Yeah, basically. What's what's weird about that versus um, basically any other like Sonic cartoon is they still they try to have sort of the, each of the other ones like try to have kind of a consistent look. Like they don't necessarily have like the style of the games, but they try to make it look like the original characters and the characters from the games could exist in the same universe. Sonic Underground makes no attempt to do that. Sonic Underground can't even remain consistent from episode to episode. No, it can't. Shit, it can't even remain consistent from scene to scene. The amount of Which time. is weird because it's it's one of the few that has like an ongoing overarching plot. Yeah. But like it's so fucking dumb. Like oh god. Fucking Sonic Underground is one of the worst animated children's shows I've seen. And yeah. I've seen a moderate amount. Not a lot, but a moderate amount. Fuck. Alright, so we went from food to what were we talking about in the middle? Uh, we were talking about, like, miserable, depressing childhoods, and then we were talking about, like, literally anything other than that. Then we were talking about Batman v. Superman, and yeah. I was like, please, God, let us away from Batman v. Superman. You were like, Sonic? And I was like, sure, why not? Sonic. Yeah. And then we talked Fuck. about Sonic Mania and how that game looks like it's actually panning out pretty well, but I refuse to get hyped for it because, fucking, it's a Sonic game. Why would I ever do that? And then we talked about Sonic Underground and about how it's the most bafflingly awful of the Sonics, the Sonic franchise, Sonic franchises, Sonic things right. related so, to Sonic. So basically, we set ourselves up to try and like get sponsorships from a bunch of re- local restaurants where we live by talking them up a bunch at the beginning of the episode, and then completely just destroy any chance of any of that happening throughout the rest of the episode. And it really sucks, because we had a really great chance of getting those sponsorship twos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure those uh, those emos pizza checks were coming in, or at least a coupon for half off. Or yeah, something, no, we you know? serious. I seriously would for like I seriously would have taken like a fifty percent coupon. I mean, fuck, save me like four dollars on a calzone. Yeah. I mean, you laugh, but that's money saved. Shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. God. Ah, oh, fuck. We should. We, we should need, probably wrap. We this need up. to. No, we don't need to wrap it up. We need to like chain it chain it into a post out back and just shoot it until it's dead. That's what we need that to do. That seems needlessly violent. I mean, it's a podcast. It's not alive. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, I was going to ta- I was going to take like some I was going to go for like some weird gag, but I just can't be asked right now. Oh god. I think that's kind of our unofficial policy is I just can't be asked right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
God damn it. Ah, fuck. Okay, so some quick things before we go. Uh, No questions this week, but if you do want to send us some questions... Uh, we are at G-Shaped on Twitter. Please send us some questions. And Ask us fucking anything. Literally anything. Literally anything. We will almost certainly answer it. Yeah, if you've listened to any episodes before this one, you know we will answer anything. Ask whatever sort of disgusting, completely invasive garbage you want to. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So because I've been forgetting to mention these things, we are uh, part of the Audio Entropy Podcast Network. You can find us on audioentropy.com. Uh, you can find there are a lot of really great shows there. They're certainly better than this one. Yes. Uh, there's a Teenagers with Attitude, which the two of us are also on. We talk about Power Rangers. Uh, there's Totally Reprise, which is about Totally Spies. There's uh, War and Beast about uh, Transformers Beast Wars. Uh, there's uh, an actual like podcast about something important. Some friends of ours are doing uh, Transmission Radio, which is about uh, you know life as a trans person, you know life being transgender and all that stuff. You know, gender stuff. Um, and just, yeah, just a whole lot of uh, just cool shit at audioentropy.com. Um, and I, th- I think that's going to do it. Is there anything you want to plug? I don't think I've ever actually asked you if you wanted to plug anything at the end of an episode. Um, no, I'm good. I mean, I don't really have anything to plug, and you normally take care of that shit anyway, so me. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that's going to do it. So for, uh, for I'm Mike, and for Matt and myself... Diddle yourself constantly. You're seriously going to make that the outro? You're, you're going to say that every time. Yeah, it's five five episodes in. And fucking, it's not even a good, like, crude masturbation joke either. Like, because nope. it's not really offensive enough. If you're going to go with something, like, taste as tasteless and as awful as that, you have to just be completely fucking offensive and just, like, awful about it. I think that's part of the fun is it's bad. I fucking... Also, you can, uh, you can stop recording. No, I'm not going to stop recording <laughs> until I feel like it, which is right now.